Welcome to the Government of the Podcast. I'm your host, Abdullah, and with me today is Lindsay Shepard. How are you, <laughs> Lindsay? Hello. How are you? <laughs> Thank you for having me. Uh, welcome. Thanks for um, finally, <laughs> the, the the planets have finally aligned and our schedules have finally gotten to the point where we can do this because uh, I remember we re- I reached out to you like, God, was it a month ago? And we were supposed to- I think to do- so, yeah. <laughs> and we were supposed to do this last month, but- uh, last month turned out to be way busier than than I expected. So I'm like, you know, can we mm-hmm. just push this back? Push this back to to a later month, and you know, thankfully, yeah, <laughs> here we are. So, um, how did you get started? And in- oh, geez, yeah. Um, so I started in voiceover. I actually went to college for animation to be like an actual animator. Um, and I was the only girl in my class. So for all of our student projects, I had to do the female character voices. And towards the end of uh, my college years, I decided, oh, this is more fun. So I just kind of stuck with the voiceover stuff and didn't use my animation degree. (laughs) You'd be surprised how many people I've talked to, like, uh, major in something, and then they're just like, well, you know... I do have a degree in blah, 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 but I, but yeah. you know, voiceover is where it's at. It's so much more fun. Come on. <laughs> Come on, guys. Um, so, so it was that. So, uh, and why, and what uh, made you want to specifically do um, anime? Um, well, I actually, I started voiceover a long time ago, and um, one of my first things that I did. My very first audition I went for was for this Chinese dub. Um, it was called The Adventures of Shen Mao and Jimmy. And I ended up booking the uh, the character of Jimmy. And that, that, was, that was kind of a really cool experience. But since I was in New York, there weren't too many anime jobs out there. I did book Pokemon, which does uh, record in New York. Um, but it wasn't until I moved to Texas a few years ago that I actually really started getting into anime, and it's it's just so much fun. I'm loving it. And and how was like because um, as we talked about, I mean, I've talked to many people who've done anime, and like some people like the experience, some people don't. Like how was the like how was the experience for you? Because it's totally it's a totally different beast from doing prelay. It is. It is. I'm I'm glad that I, um, I got to really practice all the other voiceover genres first, because jumping into anime, it's like you cook you kick up the difficulty level to like 500 billion, and that's recording anime, trying to match the timing and look at your script and remember your character and act at the same time. I'm like, what's going on here? So you had to like really rely on your acting chops and then get through all the technical stuff. So I'm glad that I started uh, with prelay and uh, and commercials and narration and all that stuff and then uh, dived into anime after that. Uh, it made it a little bit easier, but it's it's definitely a lot harder than I was expecting. You gotta watch out for those beeps. <laughs> oh yeah, I actually, when I first started doing uh, dubbing, I learned um, how to do it without the beeps. Um, I was working on this one show that we had to dub just 
watching video. And uh, so that was definitely a different type of technical challenge. And there's a, since uh, the pandemic started, um, I've worked with a bunch of different studios that all record anime in different ways. Um, it's really neat how everybody just has their own thing, but uh, it's all other skills that you have to learn at the same time. And do you watch like any of the stuff you've worked on? If I have a chance, if it's a slow week, then, then I get a chance to kind of catch up on it. Um, I wish I had more time to catch up on everything. There's my my uh, list of things to watch is just so long. I'm like, oh, I want to watch this one. I want to add, add add this one to my list. Add this one to my list. Um, but when I get a chance to binge something, I'll just go in and try to get through all the episodes as fast as I can. Um, but yeah, I want to watch more. There's so much good stuff out there. I ask because like a lot of people I've talked to like can't you know don't watch any of the stuff they're in because they're like I can't stand listening to myself so it's always so scary it's like oh I hope I did a good job please let me not screwed up uh did I stay in character did I match all the timing um and then looking back it's like oh okay cool I did it this oh I don't I, I remember doing that scene that was so funny and then uh this happened when uh we were recording that thing and oh that was cool oh I've totally forgot about that joke um so that's a, it's a cool experience listening back when I do get a chance to especially when you're not a series regular I ask because you know sometimes you know you're just called in to do like one character and that character mm -hmm. lasts for like maybe half a season and then that's yeah. it <laughs> yeah and and you always have to go be like oh this show is really good I gotta go watch from the beginning now and see what what was happening and out of all the characters you've done, which one was the most? Which one would you say was the toughest? The toughest. Mm. I don't know. They're all. I love them all so much, and they all have different challenges. Um, I'd say Sayaka was a pretty difficult character for me, just because. She's not a character type that I normally get to play, um, like that kind of a, in my lower range, uh, sexy and cool. Um, so that was a nice challenge to explore that range and that uh, personality because I'm always voicing uh, young and bubbly and best friend uh, characters. So when I get to do something that's just so cool, it's it's definitely a challenge because it's not as familiar to me um but it's just so worth it so fun yeah because i remember that was the first thing i watched with you in it and i'm like well she's got oh, yeah. <laughs> that's a oh that was an interesting show <laughs> uh, yes it, yes it was <laughs> <laughs> uh, no joke i i mean when when i got to your episode i think it's like the fifth or sixth episode your character shows up and it's a 13th mm -hmm. 13 she's just like here i am <laughs> and um you know there is a scene that's like you know where she goes through her backstory and it's handled mm -hmm. in a way that's um really weird even for anime standards yeah yeah that was that was some intro huh <laughs> <laughs> and i just love how after it's done it's like oh okay now what's what are we doing next huh <laughs> uh but but i mean like how i mean i asked because it's obviously not a scene that um 
I'm I'm trying not to 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 give too much away because it's it's a you know it's a whole you know spoilers for anyone who hasn't seen it but it's it's mm-hmm. and it's and it's a very I I mean I it's it's a it's a scene I can imagine like a lot of people being very uncomfortable with in general so mm-hmm. I'm, I just, so I'm wondering like from an actor's standpoint you know how did you approach it Um just uh following the cues that uh that are on the screen like trying to get into the character's headspace why is this character doing this right now what are their goals um and just realizing it's not me personally doing this stuff it's the character and uh trying to figure out what's going through their head <laughs> cuz it's uh <laughs> I mean, because I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was a scene, it was like in general that that part, you know, was a lot to process. I literally had to stop the episode because I'm like, did, did that, yeah. did that just happen? That's not one that my kids are going to be watching. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? It's, 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 it's a great show for kids. What with the disembowelment uh, and the, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> and the violence and, <laughs> and uh, just the, just, uh, just the idea in general of, of, God, there's a lot of body horror in that show as well, which is kind of yeah. Like, I'm surprised. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's it's a bit out there. <laughs> and would you say what that that was the most out there show you've done, or was there is there a weirder show that I'm not aware of? <laughs> oh, um, I mean, I've done a lot of video games too, and those can get kind of weird too. Um. Yeah, that that might be up there. That might be at the top of my list. And and you mentioned that uh I mean because you uh you me- you mentioned uh video games. Uh how is mm-hmm. that how like how is that process different from anime? Oh, uh well, video games are kind of a whole different animal. It's a slightly different acting style uh to video games. And um Sometimes you're kind of recording on your own and just sending the director a bunch of takes for each line. You're kind of self-directing, which in itself is its own challenge. You have to understand what's happening in the scene when you have very limited direction. Sometimes you're working with a director, which uh, makes it a little bit easier. um, And you just normally you you just get... um, you get the script, you have a little tiny description, and you record three takes of each line. The director might jump in and be like, oh, can you do it this way? Um, and it goes pretty quickly. Um, but yeah, just a slightly different acting style. But there's no beeps to worry about, so you have a little bit more freedom that way. And out of all the video game stuff you've done, which is which, which is your, which which role would you say is your favorite? Oh, let's see. Um, you know... I spent so much time uh, with Lindsay from Pathfinder Kingmaker. Um, that was about like 25 studio hours. So we sh- we spent a lot of uh, time uh, being besties. So I'd say Lindsay from Pathfinder Kingmaker was definitely one of my favorites. And she has my name, so that's so cool. So I guess that, that, that would make it easier as well because it's like, well, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Obviously, the character that, that I know, that, right? That we share the name that uh, that shares my same that shares the name, you know. Mm-hmm. Yep, but yeah, she's so fun, and I actually uh, got brought in uh, for the sequel to voice a different character, and I play a bad guy in that one. That's another like 
super sexy, seductive character, and uh, she's super bad, and it's such a different character than Lindsay um, that I, I so appreciate uh, Alcat for bringing me in to, uh, to go and really challenge myself and surprise the fans of the series uh, with this other character, so that was pretty cool. And and um, it, was it is it weird like coming back to a to to a franchise and voicing a completely different character? Um, a little bit, but they they're different games. It's different worlds um, within it, so it's a totally different story in there. Um, and it's just you get to start fresh. Basically, it's a whole new character to explore, and I just I loved it. And. Um... And you know, speaking of you know modern modern uh, situations we're all in, like how like how is it working from home? You know, in the past uh, year and a half now, like how is um, the experience of working at home for you know it's for you? Been pretty much the same. I've been uh, working from home in voiceover for full time about fifteen years now. Um, so I I had my booth and everything when we all started. Um, and I've just been doing this for such a long time. Uh, so it was kind of cool to have already, everything already set up and being used to recording from home. Um, the only difference was instead of driving to Dallas uh, to go record anime, I would get to stay home and record anime. <laughs> and that was pretty cool. And how was the home recording for you process with, for you? Because, you know, because depending on who you talk to, like some people you know, don't have a problem with it. And then some people are like, can, can we get back into, into studios, please? Yeah. So, um, it was, it was actually, uh, not too bad. Um, because I already had everything pretty much set up and I had recorded some stuff from home. Like, uh, I had done that one, uh, series, uh, with the, where we were dubbing to video. So I had already recorded that from home years before, um, so the only thing I really had to do was rearrange my booth a little bit, uh, so that I could see my script on my computer instead of my iPad and then make some adjustments, uh, because it's a new mic position, add some towels and stuff to cut down on reflections. Um, but I'm quite happy with my new setup and I'm going to stick with this one. That's cool. I mean, it, it's, <laughs> it's good that you, you are already prepared for, you know, you're, you're used to working from home as opposed mm -hmm. to as opposed to having to start from scratch. Yep. And getting to an excuse to buy maybe some new equipment is always kind of exciting too. Well, <laughs> well I mean, not, not to sound like, not to sound, um, I don't know what the word would be, but you know, you kind of, uh, I, I, mean, I, I wouldn't say you have to buy new equipment, but at like, the same time, well, it's I like, kind <laughs> of, I've had my eye on this microphone for a bit and Okay, I'll buy it. You convinced me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, and and also like, hey, they you know, ever since the pandemic started and people were starting to work from home, in studios want um, high quality sounding stuff from home. So mm -hmm. you know, you kind of have to spend extra bucks to get studio quality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it makes sense. Um. And, and you mentioned like binge watching stuff. Like, have you been, 
you know, have you been able to binge watch anything during? I, I did. I actually had a couple days um, where I wasn't like super booked uh, last week when Show by Rock came out. Um, it just came out last Wednesday, I think. Um, and that was one of the first shows that I started uh, recording from home. We started like right around the beginning of the pandemic on that one. And uh, my character speaks a lot. So we had a lot of hours in studio for that. Um, we worked on it all last year, and we got to uh, do the songs and everything. So I was really excited. This is my first time dubbing songs um, uh, to kind of see how it all came out. And I got to binge watch that over the course of a couple days. And that was super, super fun. And how was yeah? yeah uh, I, I watched like some of the music videos for that, and I was I'm actually surprised how well the how well the the dubbed songs came out. Yeah, it was great. We had uh, some great directors, and uh, the music was all uh, laid out for us uh, with the harmonies and melodies and everything, and uh, just kind of getting over the delay from uh, recording remotely. Um, you just kind of listen to the music and then you sing the stuff, do a couple takes and everything and make adjustments. And then the engineers do their magic and make it sound all good and put together like we were all recording together. And it it turned out awesome. I loved it. Yeah, no, uh, you couldn't like listening to it. I couldn't tell it was recorded during a pandemic. Like I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> yeah, they did such an awesome job over there. I, I, kudos to them, to the engineers. Because recording music is a different beast from recording like vocals. Oh yeah, oh yeah, totally. <laughs> I did um a little thing where I went in to record uh, before the pandemic. And um, that you just go in and you sing the stuff and like, good, levels are good. Okay, that's it. You can go now. And this, it's like, okay, oh, uh, I belted too loud on that. Let me bring my gain down. And, oh, nope, I'm too quiet on this part. Let me bring it up. And how's that sound? It's it's totally, totally different. You have to kind of engineer over here and then the real engineers go and tell you if it was good. And did you get used to that, like uh, making sure that you don't blow out your speakers? <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> My character, um, she's she's crazy. Um, she she has like extremes. She gets like super, super quiet and like super serious. And then she's just like so loud sometimes and is shouting like totally random things. And then going back here and then she has like four different voices. Uh, so learning where to put the gain for for her was quite a good experience <laughs> for me good good learning experience now you know how uh, how engineers feel every like, day okay so if i have to be loud i have to bring this way down yeah i mean cuz it's it's totally different you know um having to to work on you know your the gain and and leveling on your you know yourself Mm -hmm. Because, you know, when you go into a studio, it's already done. Like, you can, like, yeah. just, just do a performance and that's it. Yeah, but, in the studio, you just, uh, you can focus on the acting and watching the script and the beeps and everything. And this, it's like, oh, okay, I see this character is going to get really loud in the middle of the sentence. So I got to make sure I have my my hand on the gain here to bring it down a little bit because then they start whispering right after that. So I had to bring it back up again. <laughs> 
yeah, yeah i noticed like i noticed that uh those kinds of characters are very hard to do especially i mean especially in, from an english dub uh, standpoint because like you know sometimes mm-hmm. you know they talk real quiet they're almost they almost sound like they're whispering and you're kind of like mm-hmm. you can't and you, i mean that does not translate well you know into english like you have right. to to you know find a way to make that work because while, while while it sounds great in japanese it, it does not <laughs> translate well into english yeah <laughs> so, I'm, so i'm wondering like was there you know was was that performance hard for you like going from you know real quiet moments to real high moments um i think it's mostly just uh focusing on the technical studio part of things and making sure i'm looking ahead on the script to see what's coming up uh to make sure everything's gonna sound as good as possible coming up from here and going over to there and do you make sure like all the lip flaps match um, I try, um, but again, uh, when you're watching the video, depending on what the internet is doing, um, <laughs> it it can be quite a bit of a lag on the video from when the flaps come in. So um, for me personally, I like to um, listen to the Japanese performance and kind of think of it musically, uh, listen to the, the beats and the inflections and everything and try to match that as much as possible while I'm recording so it kind of the timing works out as close as possible um if you have something that's more like effort sounds uh like fight scenes and stuff that you have to really be watching the video so you might ignore the beeps a little bit and just get all your cues from what's happening on the screen. Um, so it's it's a balancing act uh, between listening to the beeps because that's what's going over directly in real time and what you're seeing on the screen. Or sometimes, you know, your character might talk and they're not on screen and that's like the perfect Oh, that's the best. <laughs> that's the best. Then you don't have to worry about it. I, I loved uh, Sayaka because she wore a mask half the time and I didn't have to worry about any of that. Yeah, I know this. I, I, you know, like the moment the moment that character showed up on screen, I'm like, yeah, she, you know, that actress must have had an easy time dubbing this because, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. like, she's like, wearing yes, she's wearing a mask half the time, and you know, mm-hmm. I don't know if you've seen that new Netflix show, The High Rise Invasion, but uh, but uh, I I'm pretty sure like the actors, the English dub at least, the English uh, dub cast had probably had a lot of fun, you know, with that because. Half the characters are wearing masks, and so, you know, it... <laughs> oh, it's the best. Like, oh, the character has their back facing us. I can't see any faces whatsoever. Um, and I noticed that uh, someone pointed out on YouTube, like, you know, when you notice, like, with English dubs, sometimes when a character isn't, you know, when a character is speaking, but you can't see their lips move, the performance is slightly better because the actor doesn't have to worry about uh-huh. <laughs> matching the lip flaps. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the lip flaps, like, it's a really, uh, it's such a challenge to make it sound natural with sometimes there's, like, a random pause here or there or the timing it doesn't quite sound natural, but you have to make it sound natural. So that's, like, one of the things, uh, it's one of the skills you have to really learn when you're doing anime dubbing. How do I make this sound natural with some pacing that might not sound natural? Yeah, and everyone has that. I mean, uh, I think I talked about this before, but a lot of the reason a lot of people aren't fans of English dubs in general is because everyone has that 
you know, specific anime way of talking. And, <laughs> and that kind of puts people off. And I mean, I get it. I, I get it. Like sometimes the material, the material just does not translate well into into English. And that's fine. But at the same time, it's like, don't. You know, if if an actor, an act, actors are actors. Like they're just hired to do a performance. They're not, you know, they have no control over, you know, how how the entire show comes out. So if mm-hmm. if if you're not a fan of 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 a, of a particular dub, please don't be a jerk to 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 the people who worked on it. Please. <laughs> yes, don't be a jerk to anybody. Yeah. <laughs> Words of wisdom. <laughs> Yeah, and and that's why, like, uh, and again, I mentioned this in, a, in another episode, but that's that's I am so fascinated with people who who are able to not only match lip flaps, but um, but uh, but give but give like re- these really amazing performances because that is just so hard to do. That is, just... it is, <laughs> it is because you have all these other things going on in your head while you're trying to watch. 400 different things and your levels and everything and just making it sound as as good as you can um it's it's a skill <laughs> like that's why i'm just like <laughs> just so fascinated sometimes when i see like a perform- performance that's really really great and i'm like how did like how did how did that actor pull that off because it's like you mm-hmm. know that because especially when it's a dub where other other actors are struggling with with their roles but you know it just it just stands out more is what I'm trying to say, right? When when you watch an anime and 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 some some of the some of the flaps don't match up per- perfectly, and and then you have like mm-hmm. another another person who's who does it like flawlessly, and I'm like, God, oh, no. <laughs> like how did they do that? Uh huh. <laughs> um. And out of all all this out of all the stuff you've done, like which which would you say? Um, which one? Which which role would you say took the most out of you physically? Hmm. Let's see. You know, I do. I do a bunch of like creature sounds, and I've had some roles that are just creature sounds and screaming and roaring and that sort of stuff. So that takes a lot, uh, a lot of physical effort to do. Um, the singing for show by rock was definitely uh hard too because that's uh singing for more hours on end than I've ever had to sing in my life um so that one was definitely and then there's some characters that are just like so emotional um you get like so deep into the story you're like whoa what's happening um you know it's it's hard to say um but I'd say anything that's like creature sounds like that definitely takes a little bit more um physical effort to do yeah uh but i'm but uh i always admire people who are able to do creature sounds because creature sounds are just the best oh they're so much fun like seriously that's like one of my absolute favorite things to do yeah, because I always love like watching shows and realizing, oh my god, that was a person doing that. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's it's great. Um and how like uh like uh, how did you when I mean, when doing creature voice like how do you prevent like what what was the best way you found to prevent vocal damage? Singing training helps 
so much learning how uh, to properly support your voice and how to like avoid any throat tension and like like use other parts of your vocal anatomy to make some crazy sounds and um, the best advice I ever got was if something hurts don't do it um, so learning how to make some crazy sounds uh, without hurting my voice um, that's that's basically how I do that and then uh, just constantly practicing pushing my voice a little bit further until um, I have enough of a creature sounds range that I can do these sorts of things without straining my voice at all and do you do you take any like tea or what are they oh called? yeah oh yeah i have i have a whole tea cabinet and like i have stock and honey i betcha um <laughs> throat coat tea is amazing um i like to add uh honey and uh ginger and lemon juice to it kind of clears everything up sometimes a little bit of pineapple juice helps lots and lots and lots and lots of water um and then this this one is really gross but um i had uh i had taken a, a couple things with a um a vocal coach like a, a medical uh voice therapist whatever you call them um and she also helped me like place my voice properly so I wouldn't get any vocal strain but uh, one of her things was like the opera singer's secret it's like warm water salt baking soda and honey and then you gargle with it um, and it's really really disgusting but it's magic <laughs> so I always have something like that if it's going to be a super super vocally stressful session Oh no, I've done that before. <laughs> but for it's so gross. <laughs> but but for, it works. But it's for for something totally different, not not a vocal thing. <laughs> oh no. Like, it, it, it it I'm shocked how well it actually works cuz I'm like uh -huh. it just <laughs> just gargle salt water. <laughs> yeah. For for a bit and you'll be fine. Yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> Because I don't, I don't remember what what it was exactly, but I think my tongue was was burning and my mouth. Oh no! And, and I think it was like, hey, you know, just gargle some salt water and you'll be fine. Uh. So yeah, I mean, it's gross, but hey, yeah, it, it works. It works. <laughs> it does. <laughs> um, you know, speaking of uh, vocal vocal techniques, like uh, what you know, do you do any vocal warm ups? Before. Oh yeah, yeah. I um I try to warm up for at least thirty seconds before an audition. But if I get a good five minute warm up in, um, then I'm good. Longer if it's first thing in the morning. I work with a lot of clients overseas. Um, that so I usually wake up like first thing in the morning, and I have things I had to record right away when my voice is like an octave deeper than it normally is. Um, so I try to warm up my voice as much as possible in the mornings, especially. Uh, but cool downs too. Um, I can't recommend cool downs enough. Uh, you want to make sure to reset your voice after doing all this crazy stuff so that you're ready for the next time and you don't blow out your vocal cords. Especially if you're a series regular on another yes. show. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, and, spe and speaking of shows, uh, 
because a lot of uh, anime, t- you know, these days is done, you know, their simulcasts are a thing now. I mean, mm-hmm. I think we're at that point where simulcasts are pretty much the norm now. Do you do you watch uh, some of the shows? You know that you you know if you get a, if you get a role beforehand, do you watch the Japanese version to 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 get a better understanding of where? Yeah, yeah, I I definitely try to um, watch as much as I have time to um, to just kind of get an idea of the style of the show. Is it like a comedy? Is it serious? Is it like spooky? Is it whatever it is? To just kind of get an idea of the acting style that's uh that's in there so i try to match as much as possible and and do you worry sometimes that you know (laughs) i mean well every actor i'm pretty sure like has has those moments where you know they look back on a performance and go yeah well that sucked (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I think we're our own worst critics um but i like to approach it analytically be like oh i wish i had done this so next time uh i'll make sure to be thinking of that um that i can make that sort of choice acting choice uh for a future character um so i just try to learn from any mistakes or things that i think i can take to the next level or whatever inspiring thing i'm trying to say <laughs> And do you grade yourself at all? Like, do you say, okay, that that you know, I I did like you know. Oh, I I don't, but I will now. I'm gonna make like a like a cheat sheet here. Be like, that was that was a B plus. Um, <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I mean, <laughs> don't do that. That that is like oh, that no. is like some that is just so bad for. Oh, no. <laughs> Like imagine, <laughs> uh, like oh god! Imagine like every actor like doing a tier list of every role that they've done. Oh no! <laughs> it's just oh man, there is no worse critic than yourself, honestly. Yes, <laughs> like there there just isn't because you're gonna be the one that's gonna be looking back on 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 performance years from now and going, well, you know, I could have done that better, but oh well. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to listen to my stuff from like five years uh, previous, ten years previous, just to see like where I came from, um, and see the the steps that I took to improve my performance and improve my range, et cetera. And it's kind of fun to to see where you came from. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people don't do that, but I I, I have a lot of respect for people who you know are willing to go back and listen to their old stuff and go and just see how far they've come. I think that's I have neat. I have I have stuff from 20 years ago um when I lived in New York and didn't know I had a New York accent. Nobody told me I had a New York accent. So I spent a couple of years unlearning my accent that I didn't know I had. Um so it's kind of fun to go back and listen to that stuff too. <laughs> Isn't that hilarious? Like when you get when you when you get into like voiceover people, <laughs> there's always going to be someone. Who's like, like, what are you talking <laughs> about? I don't have an accent. We, I, I don't even know what you're saying. Come on, man. <laughs> it's it's especially funny where because I had um, someone from Canada, <laughs> when they came to LA to do voiceover. Someone like flat out told them lose the Canadian accent, and I'm like, oh. that's what happened to me. It was like right at the start of my career, and I forget what word it was. Maybe it was like dog. I was like dog. Like, can you say dog instead? I'm like, what? what? 
this is a dog. It's is a dog, is it not? <laughs> and they're like, no. Can can you can you not say that? Um, so then I'm like. What does a New York accent sound like versus not a New York accent? And I spent so long unlearning it、um, that like I forget what it's supposed to sound like sometimes. Because there's a new because here's the thing there there's a New York accent and New New York、um, dialect. So I mean there,、yep. there's a huge difference between the two.、Uh, yep,、yeah, and I'm from from Long Island.、Um, so. <laughs> Uh, it's a very particular New York accent out there that that all my family back in New York still has, and I make fun of them for it. I'm like, "What are you? You got to change your voicemail. What is this?" <laughs> <laughs> oh God, it's like it's like it reminds me of a Family Guy joke where they're in the future and 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 they're trying to ask for directions, and and the New York, what was it? The 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 New England accent has just become nonsense. Oh, no. <laughs> So they couldn't couldn't understand anything. Oh no! <laughs> I feel like that's that's the way we're going. Like sooner or later, like the dialects and are just be, going to become nonsense that we're just not going to understand what anyone's <laughs> saying anymore. I look forward to that. That's going to be hysterical. But, but but I mean I just find it weird how like people who have like certain dialects are told like hey you know lose lose that di- dialect but it's like、mm-hmm. I, like that's how I talk no lose、yeah. the dialect otherwise you're not going to get any of the jobs yeah so I had to learn a neutral accent which is no accent American accent yeah that, that's that's what I love that's why I find so hilarious like people tell me like oh you have a great、uh, American accent but I'm like it sounds Like nothing. It it's a generic.、Mm-hmm. It's a generic American accent. And, It sounds like nothing. And that's what clients want. <laughs> and it's hilarious because for me, like a lot of people here, pick up like the the, the generic、um, American accent because that's what we think people from America sound like. But、mm-hmm. it wasn't until like years later I got older that I learned like dialects were a thing, and I'm like, oh man, <laughs> you know,、yeah. had I known. Had I known? <laughs> yeah, since moving to Texas, I'm like picking up a little bit of、um, like learning how to do like a natural Southern accent. But I'm in Austin, which、um, it's like there's people from all over the place. So like a lot of people from California and New York and everywhere. So there's no Texas accent here. It's just. It's neutral, you know. So I'm like, come on, I want to learn a good Southern accent. Like somebody talk to me. So I'll drive out to like the outskirts and go into a little shop or something and talk to talk to somebody. Be like, oh, there we go. There's a good Southern accent. I'm gonna steal that one. Oh yeah, I mean, I remember、uh, back in college, we used to have like someone from you know one of my prof- one of my professors was from Texas. Mm-hmm. And and I didn't even know he was from Texas because he just spoke with a generic like American accent. And he's like, "Well, I、right. can't," because you know they the staff told him like, you know, don't don't speak with your natural Southern accent because it'll just、oh, no. <laughs> weird people out. Oh no! <laughs> so, which I, which I thought was like really really interesting because it's like you know. I understand, like you needed to. to I mean, because it's a non, it's a you know non speak non English speaking country, so you know they kind of need、mm-hmm. a. They they kind of need like generic English to get the point across. <laughs> Otherwise,、right. like, if you try to teach someone, you know, in, in a you know southern <laughs> accent, it's not gonna translate well. So 
Uh-huh. You know, you know what I noticed I from watching Walking Dead? Uh, people uh, from England and everywhere do great southern accents and American accents and everything. I'm like, you guys all sound so, like, convincing. I had no idea you were British. Oh, look, there's another British Walking Dead actor and another one. Oh, and you're British, too, really. Yeah, I keep forgetting, like, Henry, Henry Cavill is British. Like, I just keep forgetting <laughs> that. <laughs> like... Like isn't that weird? Like you know, this you know he's pl he's playing Superman, this like you know American icon, and he's British. It's like, uh, like make it make sense. Uh huh. <laughs> like, and and that's weird to me. Like that's what I love about voiceovers. Like no one's ever hired to play themselves. So, um, you know, mm -hmm. that's pretty cool. It is. But but um. You know, speaking of like dialects, like have have you tried learning any? You know, outside of Southern, like have you tried learning any other dialects? Yeah, I mean, a lot of video games hire me to do all sorts of different accents. So, like, I get uh, French a lot, British a lot. Um, I did one that was Scottish. Um, I don't think I've done any Australian ones. That's that one's a really hard one to do. Um, Russian, like. There's 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 a lot of accents uh, that you get asked to do in in video games, um, so I try to pick them up when I can. I I have like all like the books and and whatnot, and try to listen to native speakers of different places and and just try to make it sound good. Sometimes, like if I have uh, two characters that have different accents and I'm kind of going back and forth between them they'll blend together I'm like wait a second that was Russian that switched into French and then back and forth um so I try to I, I try to like pull up uh key phrases uh for each accent like it's just a sentence that I'll say to get myself into that um uh, that accent and then I have a different one for a different accent uh etc and just try to learn that way it's especially hard when you're trying to learn like a specific accent and you listen to an actor do do the specific accent but then sometimes you get confused because like are they doing russian or are they doing mm -hmm. like german because it, right. you know, it sounds you know somewhat similar yeah <laughs> like it doesn't help um and do you i mean well i mean you have to but uh I just I just find it weird like how uh no one's ever no one's ever hired to play themselves in in a way like yeah. no one's ever hired to it's like oh we need an american to play an american character no you can just get a british person to, to play americans and I do the the area of voiceover I get hired the most besides like commercials and narration and that sort of stuff which you're usually just your voice with different energy levels um specific video games do call for just my voice sometimes i do a lot of they call them hopa games it's like hidden object puzzle adventures where uh a lot of times it's just it's just my voice for each of the characters um which i think is kind of funny um but i, I love doing those ones i love playing those ones too that's like that's like the ultimate mom game right there like i'm gonna find all the hidden puzzles on my iPad here and <laughs> and then I don't have to think about how many buttons I have to press on the Xbox. <laughs> oh, I'm not good at complicated games. I mean, you're not the first person I've had on here who's like <laughs> who just finds it 
complicated. Like I, I just, I just. My love... son will come in. <laughs> He's trying to teach me all like the left, right, and then there's like ones behind the controller too. I'm like, when I grew up, we had A, B, C, and a little direction thing, and that's all I had to do. And I was great at those. And then they went and made things complicated, and now I don't understand how to use these controllers. No, I just I just love talking. I mean, I remember had I, I remember talking to someone like a year ago, and and she was like, you know, I do a lot of video games, but I I just can't play any of the new video games because the controls are just like difficult. And I'm yes. like, okay, and I'm like, okay, when was the la- what was the last video game you played? Oh, Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> oh, there you yeah. go. <laughs> yep, I'm actually we got um one of those uh like sega genesis remake things that's like it's like a mini version of it but it has the same controller (laughs) and i i'm great at that one i'm like look it's a it's a new video game system that i can actually do yeah but i mean at the same time i'm 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 the type of person who you know goes back to to these old games and and i'm like you know how did we even function before the analog stick came along Especially, especially when you know 3D came along, you know like uh-huh. that. There was that period where, bef- the, you know, bef- where 3D came along, but we still had to use the directional buttons to to, uh-huh. to, to walk around, and that that was awful. That was like mm-hmm. that was the dark times. <laughs> I used to. Um, my brother was like way better than me at uh, at games, and he played like Tomb Raider a lot. Um, so what I would do, our summer vacations, I'd sit there and watch him play his video games. I was like the first uh, Twitch viewer. Uh, it was just in person watching him. Like, you should go over there and, and jump on that thing and like get that guy. No, go faster, fast. I'm trying to play here. No, 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 I'm just helping. I'm helping. <laughs> <laughs> Backseat gaming before that was a thing. <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, I I used to do that a lot with my cousin. Like one of one of my favorite things to do was just like go go to his house and just watch him play Tomb Raider and and we had we we spent like I, I don't know like two or three hours looking for every glitch we could find in that game. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot of fun. I miss those days. Oh yeah. <laughs> um. But but I mean, do you? I mean, we talked about shows and video games and and whatnot. But like, is there anything? You know, do you have any other hobbies you you do around when you're not working? <sighs> when I'm not working, it's been so long. Um, <laughs> you know, um, the pandemic has been hard, so like I've kind of not been keeping up with my hobbies. Um, when I do have free time, I like to keep up with drawing because I mean that's what I went to school for. Um, so I try to do that. Um, I like to hike a lot though. I like, uh, just being outdoors and in nature. Um, just seeing like the non-digital world. It's, it's kind of one of my favorite things to do. Um, yeah, it's, it's pretty out there. (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty out there. That's, that's, that's the big takeaway from this episode. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Again, I can imagine someone like listening to this on a hike, you know, as background noise or whatever, and they're like, "Yeah, no, yeah, no, duh." <laughs> yes. yes, stop what you're doing and look at the sunset and a tree, and then run screaming from all the bugs and whatnot, uh, and go 
back inside where it's safe from nature. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, for me, it's like go outside for like a little bit and then go right back in because the summer heat is just unbearable. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I had a, I had a garden that was doing great until it was like 100 degrees. And now it's not so much of a garden. So I'm learning to do better <laughs> with that and watering plants. Oh man, trying to trying to um, maintain a healthy garden in this day and age is must be a nightmare for people because it's like constant weather changing and oh, oh yeah, God. <laughs> <laughs> then you have like birds coming in, <laughs> ruining everything. Uh, like shoo, get away, get away. <laughs> birds, worms, like all that stuff. It's amazing. Uh -huh. <laughs> You just want to plant something. Can can it just like have like one plant grow, please? Yes. <laughs> um, but uh, like out of out of everything you've done, like what which what would you say is like the one thing you know you're most proud of? Like the the one thing that you're gonna look back on and say, yeah, that is like I was a part of. I was a part of this this amazing thing, and I, I'm glad I I, I got the opportunity I got the opportunity to be a part of it. Um, I'm sure you're probably asking for a show, but I have something a little bit different that I'm proud of. Um, I started this group called Lone Star VO, which is um, it's a community for Texas voice actors to kind of get together and learn and get to know each other and everything and there's like 500 members so far and that was a pretty cool thing to to start um so that's that's one of my my voiceover things that I'm I'm super proud of um show wise I don't know I think I just I love all these characters so much and getting to be a part of everything one of the things that um definitely stands out though was uh, when I was growing up, I grew up on on Pokemon. Like that was that was my jam. I I was there right from the beginning. Uh, rocket shipper for life, you know. Um, and then when I got the call to come in and be part of the show, that was like things kind of came full circle for me. I was like, oh, like this is a thing that I watched growing up, and now I'm in it. And that was just like really really cool i was like look at look at this thing that i'm doing wow and who did you play on pokemon uh i played aria the kalos queen yeah i i don't remember <laughs> i'm sorry yeah, it was it was a couple years back because <laughs> i they're just like i'm at that point where where um people complain about the a lot of you know a, a pokemon adding a lot of uh pokemon into the roster mm -hmm. i'm like screw the pokemon stop adding more people into the roster it's it's hard to keep up with with all these yeah i people. think this was this was years ago this was uh xy um she was in so this was that's going back a couple years I think. Oh, I think that but, yeah, was that like was... Uh, 2010 or something or so, if I remember. Yeah, correctly. something. <laughs> it was. It was. It was a while ago. So 11 years ago. Holy crap! <laughs> <laughs> that show was 11 years ago. Because I remember watching like a couple episodes of that when it first came out. Uh, you know, back in 2010. But uh, I was like, yeah, it was, it's it's okay. <laughs> you know, yeah. I was at that point in my life where I'm like, yeah, 
I don't think I'm ever gonna go back to watching Pokemon fully again. Right. Because <laughs> it's like yeah, it's too. It's 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 the franchise. It, it's a franchise that's like super formulaic. But I guess that's what people like about it. And, uh-huh. uh, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. My my son, uh, he's into Pokemon, but he's into like the cards and stuff, collecting all the cards. And I think it's kind of neat that Pokemon has so many different things. Some people like the game, some people like the anime, some people like the cards. Um, there's like something for like all different types of people out there. So I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's it's hilarious because I'm like I I like a lot of the character designs, you know, the newer character designs, but I'm not really a fan of like the show, the show right. in general. So it's like, yeah, you know, <laughs> it's the nostalgia for me. Like, like that was that was my childhood. Yeah, yeah, and look, um, I understand. Like, you know, they had to change the cast, and I mean, no offense to anyone who. Um, you know, who took over the role from the, you know, took over their role from the role from the original mm-hmm. uh, cast members. But I, I really miss Veronica Taylor as Ash so much. Oh. Because <laughs> I remember meeting her like at a, con, a local con a couple of years ago and seeing her do Ash live in person. is like, man, she, she could, she could still go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, I, I wish like she just you know kept going, but yeah, you know it is it is what it is. Like studios change, and mm-hmm. you know they they bring in their people, and it's it's fine. But at the same time, it's like I want you know right. can we have like a reunion special or something, right? <laughs> with the original cast, please. Uh, no, um, yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty cool. And 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 I, I like the idea that you know what you said of um, creating a community for 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 voice actors. I think that's that's really important right now, especially when, mm-hmm. especially when a lot of people, well, you know, a lot of um, you know, a lot of uh, people do voice acting on the side, and they may not may not be familiar with with the the, the process. So it's it's good to have like a a go to group to to go to to under you know to to understand like okay what is voice acting how do i yeah. you know get better at it and whatnot yeah it's it's really neat i i get to talk to a lot of uh new students uh to voiceover uh that are like how do i do this and kind of helping point them in the right direction uh so they don't get just lost and taken in by any number of scams or whatever like kind of setting them on like a good path to actually uh get into this as a career it's it's kind of uh fulfilling yeah especially nowadays where you know more and more anime dubs are being produced and more and more actors are being called up so it's like Mm -hmm. you know it it's important to know which is uh which is an actual studio doing an anime dub and which which is like uh someone trying to scam you out of a quick right Because that's the thing. That, that is the thing that unfortunately happens. But uh, you know, you got to look out for that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think we're we almost have <laughs> been talking for <laughs> God fifty five minutes now. Holy crap! Oh, no. uh, <laughs> um. Anything else on your mind? <laughs> um. Just uh, keep an eye on things because there's exciting things coming out over the next year and uh, lots of cool things to share that I can't really say yet. Um, But 
keep your eye on my Twitter because I'm I'm on there a, a lot. Uh, <laughs> and I post really stupid stuff sometimes, but um, that's usually where I post uh, any cool releases or anything uh, first. Um, so I'm on there, and you can like send a message to me on the thing too. Like I'm I'm a nice person. Uh, you can talk to me. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, Twitter is uh, L Shepherd V O. Um, well, I mean, it depends on if you, you know, if you have your settings, you know, if you, yeah. you, it depends on, you know, I just want to make it clear that any, for anyone who hasn't used Twitter, like you might see someone's DMs are opens and are open and you might send them a message, but sometimes they might not get that message. It might go yes. to their other inbox. So make sure that that person has, you know, the, the right uh, filters in place you know, where it goes directly to uh, their their inbox instead of, you know, the other inbox. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, and if you're an aspiring voice actor, uh, Lone Star VO is not just for Texas voice actors. Uh, we have people that are actually all over the place uh, that have joined us too. Um, so we have a cool, like, resource guide on, like, easy-to-access information. Um, and we have a whole community and everything. Uh, and also, uh, go watch Show by Rock. Uh, it's, uh, it's really, really a lot of fun. I play Ruhu Yu, uh, and she's so crazy and energetic and fun. And we sing, uh, the songs, uh, <laughs> which you don't get to hear much in dubbed, uh, shows. And I'm, I'm really excited about that. We worked really hard. Um, so that's on Funimation, uh, too. <laughs> All right, thanks for taking the time off to do this. And as always, if you ever want to come back for... for <laughs> yes, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you know where to find me. So take care and, yeah, stay safe. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, you're welcome. Bye-bye. Take care. Bye-bye. <laughs>